You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv. Your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of March 11th, 2018. The podcast that won't be here in another year if it doesn't stay on the charts. This is your host, Shane Killian. First, a quick announcement. This is a month with five Saturdays. Ordinarily, that would mean no podcast on the fifth weekend, but next week I got some family stuff going on, so I'll take that week off, and to make it up to you, I will do the podcast on the fifth Saturday. Alright, let's deperambulate the news of the bogus. And do y'all remember when we were complaining that all of these new rules and laws, especially in the EU, would basically make memes illegal? How a lot of you said it was just a paranoid fantasy? Well, guess what? It's happening. A Swedish woman is facing two years in prison for sharing a Facebook meme. The meme was a four-panel graphic titled, How to Make a Muslim. It went... Step 1. Remove brain. Step 2. Insert shit. Step 3. Apply bandage. Step 4. Release to the public. And she was reported to the authorities by a butthurt little snowflake who complained that it was, quote, expression of hate and or mockery of a demographic. Exactly the language used by the Swedish hate crime law. Well, translated into English. The woman has been arrested and had her DNA taken and placed in the National Register. According to the woman, quote, I read a lot and had seen documentaries about ISIS and how they treat people. I had no malicious intent, and I had a fever. When questioned by investigators on her position on Sweden's multicultural experiment, she was asked if she had anything against Muslims. She replied, No, I don't. But I am against ISIS, the extremists. My best friend is Muslim, so I don't mind Muslims. But the prosecutor says it's a hate crime that she's guilty of, quote, religiously motivated demeaning expression about Muslims. Look, people, every idea needs to be open to ridicule. The good ideas will withstand it. The bad ideas will wither away. We need to be able to do memes and parodies of different people and groups and religions. Because that's how human progress is made. How much of the demise of the Soviet Union is due to all of the jokes that went on about it, about how incompetent they were, or how much communism was a complete failure? Like one joke going around was, how do they take care of mice in the Kremlin? They make them part of the glorious communist collective, then half of them starve and the rest move to America. Ridicule must be protected. Like all free speech must be protected, but especially ridicule. Because ridicule is a big way that you discover which ideas are good and which ideas can be relegated to the dustbin of history. And the ones that don't like you ridiculing them, keep an eye on them the most. Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? 
If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. So there have been quite a few exposés done on factory farms and the horrible conditions there, especially with poultry. The animal rights activists have continually lobbied for government to do something about this because the market is cruel and psychopathic and won't do anything. The corporate farms, in contrast, have argued that the market should decide. That's all flipped around now, as soon as the corporate farms didn't get their way. Consumers are becoming more and more aware of the horrific conditions on these farms and have been turning to more humane options, even preferring to pay a bit more for eggs from cage-free and pasture-raised hens. The market is speaking. But the corporate farms apparently don't want to listen. Their lobbyists want government to pass regulations that would force stores to carry their product. So much for the free market. In Iowa, the nation's biggest egg-producing state, a bill passed overwhelmingly in the House of Representatives would force any Iowa grocery store participants in the Women, Infants, and Children Federal Food Assistance Program to stock so-called conventional eggs, in other words, eggs from hens raised in battery cages. According to the Humane Society's Chris Holbein, quote, it's extremely hypocritical that Iowa's factory farmers have pretended for a long time to care about protecting the free market, because now that the free market is turning against them and in favor of more responsible producers that are trying to do the right thing for consumers and animals, the factory producers want the government to force grocery stores to sell a product that is both unsafe and unethical. Also, according to small poultry farmer Becky Higgins, the Iowa bill would only help the big factory farmers, but harm small farmers, as well as the environment, consumer choice, and consumer health. Quote, For as long as I can remember, industrial animal agriculture has been trying to stop any regulation of extreme cruelty by saying that the free market should decide. Yet now that the free market is rejecting the worst forms of factory farming practices, industrial agribusiness is demanding that the government bail them out and take a share of the market away from more humane and responsible farmers. The government has no place mandating that grocers must sell a product that family farmers, businesses, and consumers reject. Meanwhile, Nestle, McDonald's, and Walmart, among many others, have pledged to abandon caged eggs over the next decade. Those outlets cover 70% of consumer demands in the U.S. This is the thing people need to understand about capitalists and free market libertarians. We are not pro-business. We are pro-consumer. We're pro-competition. The consumer is in charge. And if consumers don't like the way you're doing things and go with your competition instead... Tough noogies. Either change the way you do things, or go out of business. And this is the infuriating thing. Politicians always pretend to be for the consumer, and make out like libertarians hate the consumer. But as this case shows, they only have pro-consumer rhetoric. The very moment that turns against them, they go running to the government to regulate, regulate, please regulate! 
This is a blatant example, but if you look around, you see it all over the place. Most pro-consumer legislation is nothing of the kind. It's protectionism of crony businesses at the expense of the consumer. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.pagosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. So, infant genital mutilation is back in the news. Oh, sorry, this story is about it being done to boys, so we don't get to call it that. We have to call it circumcision. Sorry, didn't mean to be a misogynist there. Anyway, Icelandic lawmakers are considering a law that would make them the first European country to ban the backwards, barbaric, and psychopathic practice of infant genital mutilation. Sorry, circumcision. I keep doing that. Anyway, I'm generally not one for bans, but this is something that should be against the law, just like rape or murder. Sorry, people, but your child is not your property to do with as you please. A group of over 400 Icelandic doctors is backing the bill. In a joint statement, they said, quote, In Western societies, circumcision of healthy boys has no significant health benefits. And they cited a 2013 paper in the American Academy of Pediatrics for support. Meanwhile, the idiotic Centers for Disease Control and Prevention wants doctors to tell their patients that circumcision has health benefits, including reducing the transmission of HIV, which it absolutely does not do. Opposition to the bill are whining that it's an all-out attack on the religions of Judaism and Islam. Okay, first, when you're talking about causing permanent harm, and circumcision does cause permanent harm, the fact that some text from the Bronze Age told you to do it is not good enough. Second, those texts never said to perform it on infants. It was supposed to be performed on young men when they come of age. If the child is old enough to give informed consent and does so, no problem. But we're talking about newborns. Nonetheless, they're stamping their little psycho feet and threatening to cancel trips to Iceland if this law goes through, a threat no one is taking seriously. Tour guides are pointing out that people are saying to them they don't want to travel to Iceland, but they also said that these people had no plans to travel to Iceland anyway. One tour guide posted to a Facebook group, quote, Raise your hand if you've lost a lot of business due to whaling, driving in the right lane, the atheism of Icelanders, a statement from the government about anything, that places are open on the Sabbath, or anything else. People who send these statements never really intended to enjoy what the country has to offer. And the consensus among the tour guides was that they weren't at all worried about losing any business due to this. So great when barbarians are shown for the pathetic little boobs they are. 
We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the Internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the Internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your Internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now it's time to do donuts on this week's Biggest Bogani Emitter. And for the first time, it's Bill Gates. But I think this may be the first time we've named as Biggest Bogani Emitter someone we've quoted from at the end of the podcast. But what else could we do after Gates came out against cryptocurrencies? He said, quote, The main feature of cryptocurrencies is their anonymity. I don't think this is a good thing. Yeah, we all know how much you hate people being anonymous and doing things in a way that your company can't track us and collect all our data. Quote, The government's ability to find money laundering and tax evasion and terrorist funding is a good thing. Right now, cryptocurrencies are used for buying fentanyl and other drugs, so it is a rare technology that has caused deaths in a fairly indirect way. Yeah, because people never do that stuff with U.S. dollars. I think the speculative wave around ICOs and cryptocurrencies is super risky for those who go long. Yeah, and IPOs in the stock market aren't at all risky. This mirrors the same crap Warren Buffett has been saying about it. Actually, Buffett's main objection to blockchain-based technologies is that he doesn't understand it. And if he doesn't understand it, it must be bad. The thing is, Bitcoin isn't even anonymous. That's a popular and dangerous myth. All transactions are recorded publicly, and if at any point a person is tied to any address along the way, then anyone who wants to can see the entire transaction history and follow the flow of every last little Satoshi into and out of your wallet. There is a term used to describe people who commit crimes using Bitcoin. Prisoners. Meanwhile, U.S. dollar bills are completely anonymous and can't be traced as they move around the country and even the world. None of which is to say that it's impossible to stay anonymous with Bitcoin, but there are a lot of things you have to do just right, and any slip-up along the way can expose everything. Little wonder that criminals, drug dealers, and money launderers still prefer U.S. dollars above all other currencies. The ridiculous thing about this? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has sponsored the development of blockchain-based solutions for merchants in Kenya, and Microsoft is also working on using blockchain technology to verify digital signatures. So bogosity and blatant hypocrisy on top of it makes Bill Gates this week's biggest bogani emitter. If you're going to shop online, use our special links to shop at Amazon. 
Clear your cookies and go to Amazon.Bogosity.tv and you won't pay a penny more for your purchase. If you haven't used the mobile app in the last 12 months, or even at all, go to get5.bogosity.tv on your phone or tablet and get $5 off your order of $10 or more. Go to prime.bogosity.tv for a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime and enjoy thousands of movies and TV episodes, borrowed Kindle books, and get unlimited two-day shipping for free. And speaking of Kindle, go to kindle.bogosity.tv for a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited, read over 1 million books, and listen to thousands of audiobooks on any device. You can go to music.bogosity.tv and get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited with access to Amazon's entire library of 10 million songs, ad-free and with unlimited skips, and even download to listen offline. All great ways to help this podcast simply by shopping at Amazon. And now let's dropkick through the goalposts of sanity this week's And the European Commission cranks up another one with more mandates on social media sites. Uh, Excuse me, recommendations. The Commission has promised to monitor progress in dealing with illegal online content, including terrorist posts, hate speech, and we saw earlier in this podcast what that means, inciting violence, child abuse material, counterfeit products, and copyright infringement. And this rule says that social media companies should remove this content within one hour of it being posted. Wait a minute! Terrorists can talk about the crimes they're going to commit online in the clear for months and law enforcement misses them entirely, but somehow social media sites are supposed to find them in an hour? They want things like fast tracking for trusted flaggers and we're seeing how well that's working on YouTube, who put, of all people, the Southern Poverty Law Center in charge of it. And although technically it's just a recommendation so far, they make no bones about the fact that this could become law in the future. This has already happened in Germany, which requires that this content, which is specified so vaguely it could be applied to almost anything, be removed in 24 hours. And if they don't, they can be fined 50 million euros, just over 60 million dollars. In the UK, Prime Minister Theresa May has urged them to get the content taken down within two hours. The European Trade Association Edema says that this will do more harm than good, quote, A one-hour turnaround time in such cases could harm the effectiveness of service providers' takedown systems rather than help. Edema fails to see how the arbitrary recommendation published by the European Commission can be seen as a positive step forward. Well, not to mention, what about false positives? If they have to take it down in an hour, and it's something that shouldn't have been taken down, will they have to consider any appeals within an additional hour? Or is it going to be like the DMCA, where your material stays down for weeks? This is just another way that thoughtful debate will be suppressed. It's made even worse by the fact that so much of this is just what's in the eye of the beholder. The EC is either too stupid to realize this, or they're too narcissistic to care. It's hard to know which one's worse. Either way, they've earned themselves yet another... Idiot Well, that wraps up this 27 8x10 colored glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was edition of the Bogosity Podcast. Come join the discussion at forum.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question, statement, news article, or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv. 
This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please donate using the links on the website or the QR codes in the thumbnail, or support Shane DK on Patreon or Maker Support to get the podcast and YouTube videos early and without ads or promos. Thank you for listening. Until next time, here's a quote from Bruce Schneier. If you get in front of Congress and say, if I had had these powers, I could have stopped 9-11, and no one looks at them and says, you didn't stop Boston, and that was one guy on the terrorist watch list, another with the sloppy Facebook trail, what are you talking about? We need that level of response. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 4.0 International License. answers to creationist claims against evolution? Would you like to know more about evolution yourself, or even engage creationists more directly, with actual peer-reviewed sources to back you up? My book, How Evolution is Scientific, is designed to show the basics of evolutionary theory and how it is so well supported using the scientific method. It's impeccably sourced, with references to the actual scientific material, and is arranged using the creationists' own criteria of what is scientific. Using their own arguments against them, see how evolution is scientific, but creationism is not. Based on observations, accurate predictions, logic, and evidence. Get answers to common creationist claims, and even a primer on abiogenesis, the start of all life. It's all in my book, How Evolution is Scientific, available at Amazon, and on Kindle, EPUB, and PDF as well. Get How Evolution is Scientific and never be taken in by creationists again.